Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching your people. Your word is our spiritual food. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out from the mouth of God. Therefore, today we want to partake the spiritual food at your table, and we don't want this teaching to be man to man, human to human, but will be the word that the Holy Spirit shall speak. To the heart of your people, Father, may your Holy Spirit become the teacher today, bring light and revelation, so that your people will understand the way of heaven, and they can put what you say in practice. Lord, we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Today we would like to learn again about being led by the Spirit of God. I believe that this teaching is very important key to your success. It's very important. How many people want to be successful? How many people want to be the head, not the tail? How many people want to be above, not beneath? The key is to be led by the Spirit of God. It's the duty of the church and the pastor to educate the members. We can be led by the Spirit of God 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Everywhere, every time, and in every situation, as human being, we are living our life on earth before we go to heaven. And most people in the world, maybe more than 99.9 percent of people in the world, are making decision, living their life, and making their plan based on something else besides the leading of the Holy Spirit. They are led by emotions. By what they see, by the opinions of people, by their own intellect, but very few people on earth are led by God, who is inside of them. I'm talking about believers. Many people make their plan and do whatever they want without even asking God what I should do. Many times, as parents. We do the same thing to our children because we are so proud of our children. So we talk to them, "Oh, son, what do you like to be when you grow up? What do you like to do? Do you want to be a lawyer? But don't sue the doctor. You want to be a lawyer? You want to be a physician or a computer programmer? I believe you can do anything. You're so smart. You can go to any kind of school. It sounds good when you say that because you're trying to." Convince them that they are very smart and they're very good, but actually, that kind of comment is not biblical. If you want to train your children to be led by God, you need to say this way: "Son and daughter, why don't you pray and find out what God created you to be and to do, and walk in that place, in that grace? Because every man and woman on earth has a place." And has the grace to be in that place. If you step out of that place, there is no grace for it. So every one of us should not determine 
what we're going to do and what we're going to be and what we want to do. Because what we can do and what we can be is predetermined by the Creator. He knows what is best for our life. Our job is to discover what God wants us to be and what God wants us to do. And it's our job to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and be led by the Holy Spirit every single day, what to do each day and in each hour. The key to success in life is not about smartness, but the key to success is to be led by the Almighty God who lives on the inside of us because He knows what is best for our life, where to go, what to do, who we should associate with. He is the best leader. He knows what is the best for our life. And if we follow Him every day, we will have success. We will be satisfied. We will not stay down, but we will go up higher and higher. And we will not be sad, but we will be joyful. We're going to enter into the grace of God. God will help us everywhere we go because we follow the footstep of God. We are led by Him every day. So we need to learn as a believer to hear from God inside our spirit. We need to learn how to fellowship with the spirit of the living God so that we can be blessed in our life. Many Christians don't understand this subject at all. So they live day by day externally led, not internally led. As a believer, we are internally led. Because the Spirit of God is inside us. So He can lead us from the inside. Romans chapter 8 verse 14, the Bible says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons, and I want to put parenthesis, daughters of God. The word sons in Romans chapter 8 verse 14 does not indicate the immature Christian or childish kid, but indicate maturing sons and daughters. Therefore, to be led by the Holy Spirit is the character of a mature Christian. A mature man and woman of God will not be led by the flesh or led by the external thing, but they will be led by the Spirit of the living God. If you grow up spiritually, you become more mature, you can expect to be led by the Spirit of God. Immature Christians are not led by the Spirit of God. We have the privilege of being led by the Spirit of God. But we have to be careful not to get into the ditches. There are two extreme ditches. One ditch is like this. A Christian claim all the time, God spoke to me to do this and that. But God never say that. They just quote God all the time that God say this and God say that. And that kind of behavior can stumble so many people because they say, oh, these Christians are phony. They're not real. They just quote God all the time. But another ditch that people fall into is that they just run their own life. They never talk to God. They never listen to God. They do their own things that depend on their smartness and their intellectual ability. But they never listen to God. These two extremes we need to avoid. We should be in the middle that we are led by the Spirit of God 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. 
and that is a sign of being a mature man of God. The book of Acts actually is not the Acts of the apostle. The book of Acts is the Acts of believers who have the Holy Spirit led them. Actually, we should call the book of Acts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was so real to the early church disciple. They allowed him to be involved in their daily life, in their ministry, in their coming and going every day. He was involved in the affairs of the church at that time. Jesus is the head of the church. And the spirit of Jesus is on earth right now. So when they allow the Holy Spirit to lead them, they allow the head of the church to lead them. As a church, we need to allow the head of the church to lead us. We should not be led by our own ability or our smartness. We should allow the Holy Spirit to be our head in the church. We are led by the Spirit of the living God. We should not ignore Him. Because we, if we ignore the Holy Spirit, we are ignoring the head. We don't respect Him. As a pastor, I always pray. I always get direction from the Holy Spirit in everything I do. I always listen to Him in every single second. God, tell me what to do in this situation. Tell me what to share. Tell me, should I go there? Should I get involved with that? What should I do? What should I pray? I ask God. Even God told me what to pray. And God showed me. When I follow His direction, He answer the prayer. So we are sons and daughters of God. And we need to acknowledge His leading. And the leading is done by the Holy Spirit. Let's uh, say out loud together. I am a son or a daughter of God. I am led by the Spirit. Every day. Every night. In every area. Every place. I'm led by the Spirit of God. But many Christians don't say that. Many Christians say an opposite way. Brother, could you please pray for me? Something big is coming up. I'm scared. I'm afraid to miss it. I'm afraid that something bad is going to happen to me. I keep praying and praying, but God never tell me what to do. I never heard from God. Brothers, pray for me. That kind of comment is unbiblical. And it will create doubt and failure. You need to speak out from your mouth according to what the Word of God says. Even though you haven't failed the leading of the Spirit, you should say by faith, speak it out loud from your own mouth. I am led by the Spirit of God. You should agree with God and confess that. And as you agree with the Word of God, I am a son and a daughter of God. I'm led by God. Even though... I haven't felt it right now, even though I haven't heard his voice. But you kept saying that by faith. He's going to take action for you. He's going to guide you and lead you. And you will be successful. You need to agree with what he said. The Bible says clearly that the chief of God can be led by God. In John chapter 10, verses 3 to 5, to him the doorkeeper opens and the chief hears his voice. Who is the chief of God in this room? Raise your hand up. Who is your shepherd? Jesus. 
Can you hear his voice? Yes, you can hear his voice. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. God can lead his people by voice. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him. For they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him. For they do not know the voice of strangers. We need to develop the ability to hear the voice of our shepherd, the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Psalm 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Wow, if you're a good man and a good woman who love God and fear God, every single step of your life, what to do, where to go, your decision is ordered by heaven, by the Lord. And when you follow that direction, God is pleased with you. And you're going to find the grace and the favor of God. Remember this, if you step into the place that he ordered you to step in, you go to the place where God ordered you to go and do whatever he ordered you to do, in that place, there will be super abundant grace. But if you rebel like Jonah, you run away from his calling, in that place, there will be chaos and destruction like in that boat that almost sank into the ocean because he stepped out from the leading of God. First John chapter 2, verse 20, but you have an anointing. The anointing is the Holy Spirit from the Holy One, and you know all things. You can see that the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. You can know what to do. You can know what to say. But the key is to be led by Him, to walk by faith. You confess with your mouth by faith. I am led by the Spirit of God. I'm being directed by the Spirit of God. I can hear God's voice. I will follow Him. Don't be led by your head. Your head may say, no, 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 you're going to fail. God doesn't listen to your prayer anymore. You're going to make a wrong choice. You're going to be in trouble. Your spirit, you say to your head, shut up. I'm not listening to my head. I'm going to listen to my spirit who follow the spirit of the living God. You speak by faith and believe me. God is going to lead you in that moment. God is going to show you what to do. This is how I lived for many years already. But I just started to produce the teaching. I have been led by the Spirit of God since I was a new believer. Every year, God told me what to do. Exactly, I know exactly what I need to do in that year, in that moment. I try to be led by the Holy Spirit since I was a new believer in 1981. I want to be at the right place, at the right time, meet the right people, make the right choice, make the right plan. I want to be exactly led by the Spirit of God. In John chapter 14, verses 16 to 17, the Bible says, And I will pray the Father, this is the word of Jesus Christ, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. Everyone say forever. The Holy Spirit is with us forever. Even after we go to heaven, the Holy Spirit is still with us. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. The Holy Spirit 
is with and in every believer forever. How many people are believers in this room? How many people believe that the Holy Spirit is with you and in you right now? Okay, you need to believe that because this is the word of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is called by Jesus, Him, He. The Holy Spirit is not an impersonal force or impersonal power or energy. He is the person. Because He is the person, He has the mind to think and to know. And to understand. The second Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14 say, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. The communion is the fellowship. We can fellowship with a person. We cannot fellowship with a chair. We cannot fellowship with a drum or with a piano. We can fellowship with a person. The Holy Spirit is the person. And we can fellowship with Him. He has the will. He knows exactly what He wants to do according to the will of the Father. He has the emotions. He can be grieved. He can be sorrowful because we sin against Him. He has words to say. He has action. He could perform action. Like what I just shared a while ago about a trip to Berlin and Switzerland that he has action. People walk into the meeting, suddenly the knee pain is gone. Suddenly the leg pain is gone. Suddenly the SLE was healed. He can perform action. He is the powerful person. If he shows up, something can happen. That's why I love the presence of God. Because when Jesus, the Spirit of Jesus shows up, something can happen. He is the person. He can do anything. He is not an object. He is the person. Jesus said, and I will pray the Father and He will give you another helper. The word helper in the Greek language is the word paraclete. The word paraclete means the one who is called to stand beside you. The one who stands beside you. Wherever you go, there's one person who is called by God to stand beside you, to help you, to comfort you, to lead you everywhere you go, permanently. The first helper for the disciple in that generation, in Jesus' generation, is Jesus himself. Jesus went around with the disciple everywhere. He showed them how to heal the sick. He showed them how to cast out demons. He taught the word. He made disciples. He stopped the wind in front of their eyes. He was the helper. But at one point, Jesus said, I would go away. I would not be here anymore. Because Jesus knew that he would be crucified and he would be resurrected and he would go up to heaven. But he said that it is more advantage to you, it is more beneficial to you that I will go away because God the Father would not leave you as a helpless orphan. He will send you another helper. Another means the same kind. The Holy Spirit is the helper of the same kind of Jesus. The benefit of having the Holy Spirit is this, that the Holy Spirit is with us and in us 24-7 and forever. Wherever you go, even on the airplane, or you drive a car, I perform surgery, 
I was writing the note or email to my patient, whatever. He is with me all the time. Jesus cannot be with me all the time. Jesus can be with one disciple at one time. While he was talking to Peter, I could not talk to him. But we all can talk to the Holy Spirit anytime, anywhere, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. He can talk to you anytime. That's why it is better to have the Holy Spirit who is our helper all the time. Because the Holy Spirit is inside us, we should be the kind of people called God inside minded. God is inside us. Everyone point to yourself. God is inside me. God is with me. We should be God inside minded people. We should be aware of His presence in our life more and more. We should not be intellectual awareness kind of people. We should not depend on only intellect. Just thank God for the intellect. We can understand, we can analyze, we can receive information and understand what's going on around us in the natural realm. Thank God for the intellect. But we should not be led by the intellect because we can be deceived by numbers and people around us who come in with a nice cloth and you look at people and you say, wow, they must love me. Actually, lately, and Pastor Dad just have experience of somebody trying to cheat me and lie to me. And I did not even know because I trust that person so much. And I could not believe that that person would lie to me like that. But later on, God showed me that I was lied to. And that person tried to use me and take advantage of me. I feel that I should listen to the Holy Spirit more because I did not understand that a nice person can lie to me and can cheat me. So that's why you cannot depend only on your intellect, on what you see. You should not be just reason awareness kind of people because you can use all kinds of reason to get the job done. But your reasons can be wrong. You should not be depending on people's opinion either because their opinions can be wrong. But we should be aware of the greater one, the Spirit of God, who is greater than the Spirit of the world, who is on the inside of us. What I say all this time for the last 20 minutes is something we need to develop. It's not going to happen overnight. We all need to develop this lifestyle of being internally led by the Spirit of God. He should be so real to you, as just as a human who sits next to you. The Holy Spirit should be so real to you. We must be aware of His presence. We must recognize and realize that the Holy Spirit is God who is dwelling on the inside of us. He is happy and willing to lead us, to guide us in every detail of our life. He is ready. He is happy to talk to us and tell us what to do. But the problem is that we shut Him off. We are not aware of Him. We don't recognize Him. We shut Him off. We ignore Him. Shut Him off all the time. A lot of believers shut the Holy Spirit off because of their ignorance, because they are not taught in the local church that there is a Holy Spirit. I'm so glad to hear that our young people are taught in the Sunday school about the reality of the Holy Spirit. They need to know the Holy Spirit since they are young. They don't realize that the Holy Spirit is there all the time to help them, to talk to them. And not only that, some believers, this is the problem, 
Some believers are not led by the Holy Spirit because they always wait for. Listen carefully. Spectacular signs. They say that if I don't hear audible voice, I would not move. If I don't feel cold flash, hot flash, goosebump, or if an angel does not appear in front of me in my bedroom, or if I don't see dreams and vision. I'm going to sit around doing nothing because I need spectacular signs and wonders. My dear brother and sister, I believe in spectacular signs and wonders. The prophet who's going to come to our church by the end of this month went to heaven, as I understand, more than 100 times already. God led him to heaven. Uh, Pastor John Durham, he's going to come to minister to us the topic of the teaching in the end of this month called Open Heaven. So he's going to impart to us so that we can have connection with heaven more. And I want to do that too. But if we don't go to heaven, we don't see angel, we don't hear audible voice, it doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit is not leading us. The Holy Spirit still leads us 24-7 anytime without audible voice. We should not just wait for audible voice or appearance of an angel. Amen? Some people even go beyond that. I know some believers many years ago. Some believers say, God, if this is your will, could you please make seven red trucks pass by my house right now? And if even 100 red trucks pass by your house right now, it doesn't mean that you need to go to Africa to be a missionary. Don't depend on the external things. Because the devil can do external things too. Some people tell me like this, Oh, that day, I was driving to meet, this is a true story, I was driving to meet somebody and suddenly I saw on the license plate, zero, zero, zero or something. Oh, it means I have to turn back and go home. Oh, when I heard that, this person needs to be taught the word of God. You are not led by the license plate. You are not led by the red trucks. You are not led by external things or even audible voice because the devil can make audible voice as well. You need to know the Holy Spirit. You need to know your Bible. You need to know the voice. That voice is the voice of God or the voice of the devil. You need to know that the voice comes from God which is not against the Word of God and not against the character of God. Amen? You cannot be led by just spectacular signs. Some of you may say, but pastor, Gideon was led by external sign. Gideon prayed to God, if you want to use my hand to deliver these children of Israel, why don't you make the fleece of wool wet while the ground is dry? In Judges chapter 6, verse 17. Then he said to him, if now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who talk with me. And then verse 36 to 37, So Gideon said to God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, Look, I shall put a frieze of wool on the threshing floor, if there is dew on the frieze only, and it is dry on the outer ground, then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said. Okay, people quote that scripture. But I want to let you know, Gideon is in the Old Covenant. Gideon was not born again. Gideon did not have the Holy Spirit on the inside of him. 
Gideon has the Holy Spirit on him as a judge, but not in him. We are in the new covenant. We are not in the old covenant. We are born again people. We have the Holy Spirit in us and with us all the time. And the Bible in the New Testament does not say, you will be led by the freeze of wool on the threshing floor. The Bible says, we are led by the Spirit of God. We are son and daughter of God. Amen? This is the problem in the body of Christ. Many of us have never been taught to grow up. Sometimes Christians go to church for 20 years, but still babies. Never been taught to be led by the Spirit, to know the Word, and to be baby, to depend on other people. Because they are babies, they never learn how to listen to the Holy Spirit. They always go to somebody and say, Pastor, tell me what to do. Should I marry this person? Should I go there? They depend on the opinion or advice of people. And sometimes the advice was not godly. They mess up their life. So when you listen to man's opinion or man's advice and your life is messed up, don't blame that person. Don't blame God. Because it's your fault that you don't listen to the Holy Spirit. You must check with the Holy Spirit all the time. Okay? People can quote, oh, this is the word of Pastor Lao. Pastor Lao can make mistake. I'm human. Oh, this is the word from the prophet. The prophet can make mistake because he's human. Oh, this is the word from our apostle. The apostle can make mistake. He can say it right thing 98 times, but he, make, he mess up two times, but that two times happened to you, you are in a mess. The reason that we should not just depend on man's prophecy, idea, word, because man has limitation in understanding what they hear from God. Two, they have limitation in interpretation of what the Holy Spirit say. Not only that, man can have weaknesses in their explanation. They say one thing, but the explanation is wrong because of their limitation. Or they can be wrong in their conclusion. So you have to be careful. How do we live? We live this way. Thank God for the word of prophecy. Thank God for the audible voice. Thank God for the dreams and vision. But still, listen carefully, you must check with the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. What you hear, what you receive is true or not. I share this story all the time. One time, I was walking into the restroom in Mercer Island Church. When I was walking in, a lady came to me and she called that she's a prophet of this church, which I didn't believe because all of her prophecy was wrong. She lifted her up to be a prophet and she came to me, Pastor, the Lord told me right now, you have to pack your luggage and move to Japan. God wants you to minister in Japan and leave this church. And I look at her. If it's true, God is going to speak to me. I'm not going to be led by what you say. I have the Holy Spirit too. Whatever people say, you check with the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. I'm not going to be led by the word of prophecy. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be led by people's dreams and vision. I'm going to be led by the Holy Spirit. One time, an evangelist lay hand on me. She said only one word when she lay hand on me. This happened in Florida. When she lay hand on me, she said, revivalist. She said like that. And I put that on the shelf. I did not do anything. I did not print the 
business card. Pastor Varun Lahaprasit, a revivalist. No way. Because I'm not going to be led by what she say. I'm going to be led by the Spirit of God. Thank God her prophecy became real, became true. Later on, two years later, I went to Thailand and revival meeting happened. Every time I conduct meeting, revival happened. The Holy Spirit fall and people get saved, get touched. And now I look back, this evangelist prophecy is real. She called me revivalist and it happened. You see, but I'm not going to be get excited about what she say. I just wait on God and just go on with my daily life of reading the Bible Serving God, being faithful, little things. And if God wants to use me to be revivalist, it will happen. And thank God about it. Amen? We are led by the Spirit of God. Man can make mistakes. Therefore, you can get counsel from pastor, from people. But you still need to be checked in with the Holy Spirit. Don't let people lead you around to control your life. Every believer should listen to the Holy Spirit. Including me, I cannot tell you who you're going to marry to. I cannot tell you what kind of investment you need to make. I cannot tell you. I may try to listen to the Holy Spirit, but I can make mistakes. You need to be responsible for your own life to listen to God. Amen? And if you can do that, your life is going to be better and your mind is going to be sharper. John chapter 14, 16 to 17. And I will pray the Father. He will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and be with you. The world cannot receive the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage all of you to be spiritual people. Don't follow the ideas of worldly people. Don't follow the idea of carnal people. Christians, you need to follow the Holy Spirit because carnal Christians will give you carnal advice. The world will give you their own worldly advice. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit. The world doesn't know the Holy Spirit because they never see Him or they never know about Him. We need to develop the ability to recognize, to realize the presence of the Holy Spirit most of the time, I'm not, again, I'm not against audible voice. I'm not against dream and vision. I'm for them. Listen carefully. Don't take me wrong. I'm for dreams and vision. I'm for angel to show up in your room and talk to you. I'm for Jesus to show up and pick you up and take you to heaven like what I give testimony. I'm for them. But you cannot be led by those things 24-7. You can be led by the Spirit 24-7, anytime, anywhere. If God shows up and speaks to you in the bedroom, thank God. But it doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit will have to do that all the time. What happened? The Bible says, the Holy Spirit leads you, I believe, most of the time by the condition called witnessing in your spirit. Or He makes you know. He caused you to know. Last night, I came to the Chinese group meeting, Chinese care group meeting. While I was sitting there, listening to all the sharing, you know what I did? I put my antenna up and say, God, if they call me to share something, what should I say? 
I was listening to the Holy Spirit, and then He witnessed in my spirit. This is what I want these people to hear, and you share this and that and that and that. I was sitting there for one hour. I was listening to the Holy Spirit all the time, and He tell me exactly, and He even told me why you had to share that. So when I got up and share, I share from the leading of the Holy Spirit, which is a witness in my spirit, or is inward. Knowing, everyone say witness. Everyone say inward knowing. And he can make you know, or he can witness in your spirit anywhere, anytime, any day, any place, and even the detailed things pertaining to your life and your ministry. When you drive the car out, he can tell you turn right, not turn left, because the traffic is there. He can tell you who you should marry to. Which house you should buy? Where is the parking lot? He will tell you all the details. He is a god of detail. He is ready to lead you anywhere in detail. You don't get because you don't ask because you don't hook up to him. So everywhere you go, whatever you do, hook up to God. Let him witness in your spirit. Even in the little detail, when you drive into the parking lot, should I turn left in the Bellevue Mall or turn right to get the parking as soon as possible? You don't want to waste time. Keep driving around, and the Holy Spirit say, "Turn right." Boom! The parking is there because He knows where the parking is. I don't know, and you don't know. He knows everything, so you need to be led by the Spirit all the time, not just about preaching and teaching the Bible, but. Any time, any day, you just hook up and be led by the Spirit of God. He is not too busy to lead you in small things. Some believers say, "Oh, I don't want to bother God about these small things." No, no, no. He is happy to lead you. He is not too busy. He wants to lead you even small little things in your life. But you need to be aware of Him. You need to reverence Him. You need to respect Him as God. He is God, so you need to respect Him as God and follow His direction. Amen. How many people promise God that you're going to develop the ability to recognize the leading of the Holy Spirit? How many people now believe that the Holy Spirit is inside you? How many people believe that the Holy Spirit is happy to lead you anytime, anywhere? How many people say, "God, help me to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit"? Thank God. Yes, definitely. After the last weekend of this month, when the prophet come and lay hand on you, some of you may see vision more. Go to heaven, meet God, and have a dream and vision and audible voice. Praise God. That's why I invite him to come here because I want to get those two. But again, don't depend on those things alone because twenty four seven you are led by the Spirit of God. Amen. That is most important thing to learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit, and if you can do that, you shall have victory everywhere you go. You shall go high and higher. You shall overcome every obstacle that comes against you. You shall be victorious. You shall be successful. You shall be happy. You shall walk into the great grace of God everywhere you go. You will not have to struggle because. The place he called you to be in, he will be with you and help you there, and his grace shall abound there. He will perform miracle for you because you obey 
the leading voice of the Holy Spirit 24-7. Is that what you like to live? The way you want to live? That's how I want to live. Amen? Hallelujah. Let us pray together that we all will grow and develop in this area. Father, we thank you so much for the lesson regarding being led by the Spirit of God. We want to grow in this area, Father. Help us, Lord, to recognize and to realize the reality of the Spirit of God. Help us to treat the Holy Spirit with reverence, honor, and respect. Help us, Lord, to respond to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that you shall train your people who are listening to this teaching right now. Father, we will all grow up in this area. We, will, we don't want to be carnal Christians led by our own flesh, by our own agenda. We know, Father, that the Holy Spirit will lead us according to the Scriptures, according to the character of God, and for the sake of the kingdom of God. Lord, help us not to be carnal Christians. We want to be spiritual Christians. Christians who are connected to the Spirit of God. Father, we thank you so much in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus or you have walked away from Jesus, I'd like to ask you to come back home to walk with Jesus again. God is so real. God is real. We need God. Amen. God is a life giver. God is the life giver. When you come to Him, He will give you life. I want to encourage you to give your life to Jesus and let Him give His life back to you. His life is better than your life. So if you want to do that, just follow my prayer. Close your eyes and pray with me. Father in heaven, I know that, that I did not come from monkey. I was created by you, Lord. You love me so much that you sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for my sin. Thank you, Jesus. Come into my life, Lord. Be my God, my Savior. Jesus, I believe you were raised from the dead on the third day and you're sitting at the right hand of the Father. From today on, I am your disciple. I am a child of God and I will serve you and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving my sins and cleansing me. Thank you, Lord. Show me your way, Lord. I want to know you more. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. That is the most powerful and the most important prayer that you can make in your life. 
Thank you, Jesus. Every other Sunday, I lay hand on people. There's so many reasons that we lay hand on people. There are a few reasons for laying on of hand in the Bible. Number one, hand is a sign of victory. When you get lay hand on, it means that you have victory from God. Two, laying on of hand is the way to impart the blessing of God. You remember when the children came to Jesus, He lay hand on them and blessed them. When Aaron raised his hand up toward the children of Israel. He blessed them. The laying on of hand is the way to impart the blessing from heaven. Number three, the laying on of hand is to impart the Spirit of God. When you are filled with the Spirit of God, you can be more sensitive to the Spirit of God. I noticed that the members in Germany and Switzerland are very sensitive to the Spirit of God. Because they get lay hand, they got filled with the Holy Spirit on a regular basis. People are very spiritual there, easy to correct, easy to talk to. They are not carnal people, and that's why miracle happen because all of them learn how to draw the Holy Spirit into the meeting, and miracles happen. Actually, I just got the lie this morning from Switzerland that one Swiss lady came in with a cane because her leg had problem. She walked out of the church this morning over there, morning over there, without cane. She got healed. There's no person there called themselves healer. Jesus is the healer. Jesus show up, healing happened. Amen. Number five, number four, or something. Laying on of hand is used for appointing leaders. And not only that, laying on of hand is used for imparting the wisdom and the anointing to go and get the job done. Moses lay hand on Joshua to impart the spirit of wisdom into Joshua, so that he can be the leader of God's people in that generation. So the laying on of hand is good. It's good for you. Either you get the blessing, or you get the impartation of the spirit or the wisdom. And the laying on of hand is also used by Jesus to heal the sick, to cast out demons. That's why people get healed when they get lay hand on, or demon come out of them when they get lay hand on. So good, so many good things by the laying on of hand. And why don't we do it? We should do it. Is that right? If it's good, we should practice it. We should do it by faith. So today, if You are not in a hurry to go. I'm happy to lay hand on you, but if you have something to do, I understand. God never forces anybody. He's a gentleman. He can give you whatever you want, but he will never force you to get the things that he wants to give you. But you say no. He gives you according to the level of your faith. Amen. So we trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.